Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. Really appreciate you guys listening and really appreciate the folks at Race Tech. Pulp 22 is a code to save with those guys. And yeah, motor work, suspension work, they'll dial you in. They've helped out a lot of privateers over the years and they can help you out. And get your bike working right, all right? Get your oil, oil change, bushing, seals, uh, motor work. They do a lot of things over there. Their gold valves are world-famous uh, revalve in a box. You drop it in. It'll work great. Thanks to the folks at Racetech. There's Racetech service centers all across the U.S. And, uh, yeah, love your bike, and it'll love you back. And tell them you listen to Pulp, and that way you can get a discount on the folks at uh, Racetech. So thank you to Racetech, Privateer Proven. Also, thanks to the folks at FXR Racing. Of course, uh, really, really uh, doing big things there with the folks at FXR Racing. They got J-Mart running the gear next year under the uh, Club MX team. Enzo, Phil, Tickle wears FXR. Uh, Chiz is FXR guy. So, yeah, lots, lots of things with FXR. And uh, designed and built uh, right uh, there up there in Canada. And uh, speaking of Canada, we are going to talk to Josiah Natsuki today. He is a uh, privateer, sort of, kind of, on the PRMX team up there. Raced some nationals this year and really did well. And then headed up to uh, Canada to ride for PRMX and has won the last two nationals and uh, looking for more. Uh, so thanks to, thanks to FXR. Thanks to Ace Tech for helping us out. Really appreciate it. Also, thanks to Firepower, Roost MX, Namira Pistons, and Maxxis Tires. Maxxis Tires, of course, designed by Jeremy McGrath at MXSTs, used by uh, the SGB Maxxis Honda team. A-Ray and Cade put, put the MXSTs into Supercross main events this year. Great mountain bike tires as well. I like the Minions and Maxxis.com for more information on that. Light truck tires, trailer tires, and more. Maxxis.com. Thank you to the folks at uh, Namira Pistons as well. Namira is a piston company, and they've been doing it since 2001. They've been supplying factory-level pistons and gaskets for every make and model, from two wheels to four, weekend warriors to top racers out there. Namira's advanced piston technology has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing your budget. You know that they've helped out uh, Logan Carnow as well, speaking of privateer heroes. Follow them on Instagram, follow them online at Namira.com, and please check that out. Uh, yeah, really great uh, top-end company and they got more than that as well big parts in minnesota the base amount of minnesota so namir pistons firepower and roost mx we'll talk to you about later but let's uh, let's get josiah on the line and find out what his story is really stoked to have our next guy on uh, every kiwi i've ever met has been super cool and super friendly and i'm sure this uh, gentleman will be exactly the same uh, PRMX Canadian MX uh, rider the winner of the last two nationals josiah natsky what's up man how are you yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How's it going? Stoked to be here. Yeah, thanks for doing it. I really appreciate it. You've got, this is a, a really cool story kind of brewing. Now, we saw you doing the first uh, few AMA races and doing pretty good, you know, full privateer. And then now PRMX got you up to Canada. You've won the last two nationals in the MX2 class. Uh, I guess let's, let's, let's start with that. Uh, how does Julian at PRMX get a hold of you, and how do you decide you know what? I'm going to go to Canada. How does that come together? Uh, well, I guess I went to Julian sort of a while ago. I, I just, I, I got his number and I sent him a text and then uh, we didn't talk for a while and then through the Nationals started talking a bit and then, uh, so yeah, I guess I kind of made it made it happen, but he was, he was pretty keen and then uh, it all worked out, but then after High Point, uh, I, I would have liked to have stayed in America, but um, I would uh, yeah, basically, after High Point, I didn't have anything going on. I didn't know where I was going to after that last race. Literally, didn't know where I was staying. So I kind of 
uh, I was like, man, I actually would love to go to Canada. There was a lot of things pulling me that way. Mm -hmm. So I was like, sweet, let's do it. And then kind of just called Julian. I was like, man, let's do this thing. And, uh, then I, and then I came up here like sort of three days later. Um, and yeah, it's, it's gone perfectly so far. <laughs> it's so, gone pretty um, well. Almost, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, look, you know, everybody dreams of making it on the U S circuit and that's the biggest and the best. And, and all of that. Well, I mean, MX, MXGP is good too. I, I guess I shouldn't. I'll get I'll get attacked by attacked by the people on Twitter. But um, no, it doesn't matter. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the dream. That's the goal. Do you almost wish you would have done this series up there from the start, or, or is it just like, hey, whatever it is, what it is? No, nah, it is what it is. Um, I came to America from New Zealand as well with uh, quite big goals and dreams and and all that stuff. So. Uh, I would have loved to stay in America, but Canada, I've always watched the Canadian stuff too. And, and sometimes like opportunities pop up and, uh, uh, it, yeah, it may not always be as straightforward, but yeah. if an opportunity came up that I couldn't say no to, you know, that, that, that I needed, uh, I needed a team around me and, uh, Julie's team looked pretty good. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to, we both took a risk on each other and it's, it's, um, it's paid off. So it's, it's well, not paying off, you know, but it's working out. So, um, yeah, I can't really like complain too much about it. Yeah, I was just, you know, I'm just looking at the points here, and I'm like, shit, man, maybe, you know, maybe you could be Canadian champion. I don't know, uh, but it is, yeah. At the same time, you know, racing in America, and you want to give that your shot too. Yeah, I heard from some mutual friends we have, like, you were maybe going home if this PRMX thing didn't work out. You know, it's a really expensive to do the series, and you yeah. were you were going home. Was that was there truth to that? Yeah, I, well, I was. Well, it was like, uh, come to America and do this thing privateer, and I hoped something would come up. Nothing mm -hmm. came up, and if nothing came up, like, I can't just stay there and be making no money and mm -hmm. and spending everything I have. Like, it's not, I don't have an endless, like, thing <laughs> right, of it. So, right, right. yeah, so, so I was going to go home, but I kind of always thought that oh, I could probably go to Canada. But, um, yeah, it came out, everything worked out really yeah. really well just the time the timing of everything i think the riders julian had at the time like kind of went home or got injured or whatever so it worked out perfectly for both of us to for it to happen so it's really a dream scenario to be honest um and i'm, I'm stoked that it's happened the way it has like it's sometimes things are like too good to be true especially mm -hmm. when you just start like winning everything but uh i'm pretty like keep my head on the ground so i'm kind of just sort of just enjoying it for what it is and just sort of see where see where i can take it what's been impressive too so you won walton and you won gopher dunes up there walton hard pack you know ruddy uh, uh slick a little bit gopher dunes just you know lomo endless sand um yeah and you won both of them uh so did you surprise yourself at either like i don't want i don't want you to be all cocky or anything else but did you surprise yourself uh by winning both of these uh, what was the attitude going in i mean look you got 11th at a, in a moto down in America. Like, that's pretty legit. Top 20, yeah. pretty legit. But have you surprised yourself in the hard pack and in the deep sand of winning these things? Nah, I haven't surprised myself, to be honest. Okay. Actually, no, I haven't. Like, I've ridden a lot in sand, and I have a really good base of, like, sand riding. Yeah. Uh, well, you did, I, EM, I you did EMX, so, yeah, you, you know – how how to ride yeah. sand right yeah well i i lived like two kilometers from the lommel track for, for okay. a year or two so All i right. spent a lot of summers and winters like like this so i know i can ride good on hard pack i knew what i could do on sand but coming into like the first round i i was like man i'd love to come and just win this but uh i was like these guys are good too you know so mm -hmm. um 
I, I was like, I'm just going to take it, whatever happens, and then and then go from there. But I kind of just, yeah, obviously came in one, so things are a lot easier. But yep. uh, I, I didn't doubt myself, and I knew that what I'd been doing in America, if I could carry that on, I could probably do quite well. Yeah, no. It, it, listen, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You know, you tell us what you think. Uh, you know, and if you if you if you think you could have won, then yeah, I don't have a problem with a guy saying that for sure. Like you said, your sand skills are on point. Um, how? Um, I, I'm guessing I'm Canadian. I'm very familiar with the series up there. I'm guessing the atmosphere, the the other riders, the 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 feeling of it is a little bit like Aussie and, and New Zealand motocross, like a little more laid back, a little more casual. And a lot of guys new to the series seem to like that. Do you find it that way? Yeah, I love it. It's kind of a perfect fit for me and mm-hmm. my style. Like, they have a really good level of uh, like professionalism, I guess. That comes like not too far from the American setup. But then, uh, yeah, super laid back. People help each other out because it is a small industry, and you know, like if there's a T handle that someone needs on the start line, they're not going to be like, oh no, right, right. You know, it's, which is cool. And then just yeah, New Zealanders, Australians, and then Canadians, like everyone's super friendly, which is sick. It it makes it a lot more fun and a lot more like, I guess, a home feeling of mm-hmm. of I'm super comfortable there. Uh, just with the people around, and then obviously like my team uh, have made me feel pretty pretty welcome and at home too. So right. um, yeah, it's a, it's sick. It's a cool series, and I've watched it for quite a few years as well uh, and followed it. So I've always kept in, like I always see like what's the riders and the tracks yeah. and uh it's 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 cool I, I don't know why there's not more people here to be honest yeah. at the moment from from everywhere else uh, a little bit of covid stuff a little bit of a downturn in the economy up there the series is definitely not as deep in either class as it once was and hopefully it gets yeah. there you know hopefully it gets there um yeah which which looked like gopher came easier than walton to, uh, just uh, me following the results or what, what do you think yeah, yeah, it came easier to be honest. Just yeah. in terms of like speed, like my speed was probably a lot better than uh, Walton, like relatively with the other guys. Yep. Um, but I mean, like I, I've my progress. I, I'm still trying to make progress, and I still feel like every time I race, I'm getting better and better. Like I spent two years not racing, oh, probably longer, like not racing internationally, and you mm-hmm. lose a lot when you don't race over here. So i'm just i'm still getting better and better so i do i feel like between walton and gopher i got better so i feel like between gopher and then now sandali i'm going to be making more progress as well yeah you're, you're going to see too that series is heading east those are really good tracks dechambeau uh sandali really good tracks you know yeah they look sick i've watched some videos they, they do look they look uh yeah they look like fun tracks too like a little bit sandy yep. but not too sandy but a mixture of everything uh let's talk about your bike a little bit kx 250 that's that's what you were racing in america is it your bike is it julian's bike and how uh how much your suspension like how much of a of a hybrid are you racing uh or is it julian's bike and julian's setup uh, uh, uh suspension and motor and all that uh so the so the bike i was riding in america was uh a friend of mine uh, back home, basically bought my bikes, and then I set it up with suspension and blah blah blah, and engine and stuff. And then, so now in Canada, uh, I'm on Julian spec of everything. Oh, okay. So his All bikes, right. yeah. yeah. So completely his bikes. I jumped on. I'm pretty comfortable with the Cowies, like from a stock point of view and building them up. So mm-hmm. I know it wasn't a massive change for me. Chassis wise, it was pretty much the same. We're running WP uh, suspension with the TCD uh, development, building it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, I'm not too picky with motors. I'm not too picky with anything, and I'm super comfortable and sort of I'm pretty good at setting up a bike. So the bike that I race at the Nationals is fully Julian's bike, and I'm super comfortable on it, which 
F, uh, conflicts key for anyone, you wow. know. And this, so, yeah. This is even more impressive to me, though, like to show up, ride his setup, WP stuff, all of that, and to go 1 1. And, you know, sand is really important to have a good setting. And so I'm even more impressed, Josiah. Good job. Yeah. I mean, to jump on yeah, a bike no, that, thanks. you know, you don't know. That's that's pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, we, we did like a couple of days testing as well. So I wasn't like yep. completely cold took, like straight into it. But, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do good, and there's not really a lot of time for an excuse like, "Oh, this isn't good enough," and "Oh, that's not good enough." Like, mm-hmm. end of the end of the day, no one really cares. So I just got to like get on with it, and, and I am com- <laughs> I am I am comfortable. So yeah. there's not really an excuse to not be, I don't know, doing doing good. You know. So. How, ma- how many fans just thought you from Australia or England already? How, how's that going? How- uh, <laughs> <laughs> most of them, most of them, we probably have the same amount that think you're American and that I'm Australian. Yeah, good point. No, that's true. Well, yeah, well, I didn't actually know you're uh, Canadian until you said that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm born and raised there, and I lived there for 24 years. So yeah, I was. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Um. Hey, so America, you come down here like you said. Uh, your a friend helps you out, and you do the first few races, and you get 11th in a moto, and I know. I, well, I don't know for sure, but maybe you can confirm this. Like, you know, you got a couple of 11s. Mitch Payton needed a couple of riders. He'd had some injuries. There was, like, low-key buzz that either you went to him or, or there was, there was a, you know, some talk of you filling in. Um, didn't happen. Uh, you know, Mitch, uh, fill-in rides have gone away. It's weird. Five years ago, yeah, fill-in, fill-in, fill-in. You know, energy drink sponsors need to happen. Now, not so much. But how close did it come, or was is that at all the gossip in the pits? Was that at all uh, um, close to happening? Uh, I wouldn't say it was close to happening. Um, I threw myself out there and tried to see if there was an opportunity, uh, but I don't think there was. And to be honest, like, I don't know. I, I feel like my results were maybe almost borderline not good enough for a fill-in ride, you know? I maybe, mm-hmm. not saying they weren't bad or good, but just that, like, I don't know, if, to to get on that factory team, like, you got to be performing a lot. Uh, I don't know. There, there, was, there wasn't any discussion with yeah. anyone yeah. Uh, at all, but I, I did try to go and have a conversation, but uh, it didn't go very far, but yeah, that's yeah. what it is, really. Yeah, um, you got to take a shot, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. No, I did, and I, I think I don't know. Everything kind of happens for a reason, too. Like, um, coming up to Canada, I really feel like this was kind of just meant to happen. Like, I, uh, yeah, I've come, I, I tried to, yeah, I, I did what I did in America, and then uh, this has come up, and uh, it's working out. And it's like, okay, well, yep. what's what's next? What's next? You know, I can. It's not like my Amer- my American door isn't shut either. I'm pretty close to America here. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're making some money. Like things are better that way, right? Yeah, well, I'm definitely not spending as much as I used to. Like, it's, <laughs> holy, it's so expensive to race. And and I, I've I've ridden for teams. I've always ridden for teams, actually, like uh, on a lot of levels. But um, I didn't I, I didn't appreciate how much goes into it until I did it the way I've done it. And now it's like uh, I have a lot more of a like appreciation for everything. Like, wow. everything that goes into it, all the cost and that. Yeah, and purse money's not great. Um, you know, it's tough. It's tough to make a living. I, I mean, I was yeah. following your results uh, many times. You were the top privateer in the 250 class because it's stacked with factory bikes, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, you got to break into that, and you're at Lakewood for for one race and trying to get some horsepower there and everything else. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I, th- I think that that word privateer gets thrown around, like, quite loosely. Uh, 
just from the point of like it's not even about the bike as a privateer it's like if you show up in a privateer in a van compared to your you're a privateer on a team but you still have a truck and yeah a semi and yeah like, S- like sgb guys or you know guys like that right they have it they have yeah, a team they have like, a truck right yeah yeah like at, at colorado it was like it was so hot and i just i couldn't cool <laughs> down i had I, I had no pool and I had no fan and I literally had like my girlfriend like waving a pit board at me between the motos so I could cool down and like just being in a team like you got yeah. a bit of AC and you got another guy helping out and that like it's yeah it's so much more to it but uh yeah yeah you're, we, cr- you're crawling under your van for some shade or something oh <laughs> yeah I know like there's a little bit of wind like coming up the back of the tent and and oh, it's, it, it was gnarly bit yeah. but I, uh, it's it was such a cool way to do it though like. Uh, I got to travel the country. I traveled from coast to coast in a van. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's, oh, I saw a lot of cool stuff. And like that, that was, that was the ultimate racing dream really is to be packing up a van, racing a dirt bike across America. I think yeah. a lot of people dream of doing that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything to be honest. Yeah. How old are you by the way, Josiah? I'm 23. 23. Yeah. You're still pretty young. Um, you've done EMX at a high level, right? Uh, um, and, and so you, You've done in America. Now you're up in Canada. Is there anything in the American series surprised you? Was there anything that caught you off guard? I mean, you, like I said, you've raced all over, and it's not like you're you know you're young, but you're you've still got some experience. Anything for the U.S. series that you were like, oh shit, like uh, you know this is different or whatever? Not really. The only thing, only thing that was that I actually, that was gnarly was the time between the motos, like on a whole lot of time. So. Yeah. But other other than that, I, I knew what I was in for. I knew I I wasn't like oh I'll be able to do real good, and these guys aren't that fast. Like I, I yep, those guys are animals in that class, and it's it's so sick to actually be able to race it. So yeah, no, nah, not 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 much too too different to be honest. Just yeah, I, I knew what I was in for. It's a gnarly class, and in a like it is. Uh, I think it's the pinnacle of racing in the world. Mm-hmm. Like that's just my my opinion, but. Yeah, it's it's sick. I, I I loved it. I loved. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. That no, that's cool to hear. Now you said you know your results you know weren't really good enough to fill in for PC, and and I tend to agree with you. Those elevens, if you kept those elevens up, th- th- then I disagree with you. But but I still think you were close and and doing pretty well for a full privateer. Were you happy with those AMA races? Were you were you satisfied uh, after High Point? Like. Hey man, uh, you know this is you know again you're out, you're out of a van. You got your girlfriend. Um, I think they are for that knowing that. But where are you at? Yeah, I was pumped. Okay, I, I good. had big. I yeah. had I had goals, but I I got the most out of myself with everything I spent my program. Like I, no one's telling me what how to ride or how to train or. No, I had no influence on that area. I was just like, well, I'm just gonna run as long as I can, as fast as I can. I'm gonna do 30 minute motos and mm-hmm. this and that. Like so. I, for what I had, I got the most out of myself for sure. Uh, so I, I I left America like man, I, I'm pumped. Did did everything I could. Yeah, laid it uh, out, laid it all out there, kind of deal. You know. Yeah, I had no regrets yeah. at all. Yeah. Nice, nice. Do you? Um, I mean, look, it's it's early. Um, do you see yourself in 23 going back to Canada if if Julian could do something or if another team offers you something? Would you want to do any Supercross? Uh, how are your indoor skills? Like, have you thought about next year and where this could lead? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, so yeah, things are kind of happening at the moment, really. Uh, I've got a good relationship with Julian, and uh, I'm really keen to to build on that. I'm comfortable in in this environment. Like, I fit, it's always easy when you're winning, but yep. but uh, I, I, I'm I'm pretty comfortable where I am, and 
my dream was to come and race in America, Supercross and outdoors. So I'm, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be at, uh, doing Supercross next year. So awesome! But yeah, I, yeah. I have, I have a lot of learning to do with that. Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm quite green, but I, I, um, I have a very basic level of Supercross. But I'm going to have to go and spend a bit of time on a Supercross track and sort of suck for a little while before I, before <laughs> right, I, right. before I get better. But like that's, uh, I don't know, that's. That, I'm super excited about that challenge, to be honest, to see what I can get out of myself in that. Sure. Yeah, PRMX runs a good program. You know, they, they've had Logan Carnell got good results with them. A lot of guys have over the years. So, yeah, um, yeah. You, know, you should be okay. And, and yeah, like you said, you got to learn a little bit. But, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island with Josiah Natsuki here. Uh, also, thanks to the folks at Maxis, Namira, uh, Firepower, and Roost. Roost MX Graphics, 48-hour turnaround, Pulp Nation is the code to save the official merch of the Cobra stuff. If so you have a little one, he's got a Cobra. They make all the merch for that. They can make pit shirts. They can make banners. They can make uh, anything you want over there, and they can put Pulp logo on stuff. There's a whole Pulp section on their website as well, Pulp Nation code to save at roostmx.net. Get custom graphics, number plates, uh, backgrounds, all that kind of stuff at roostmx. Thanks to those guys for coming on. Um, all right, so you're going to stay up there in Canada and then, yeah, hopefully maybe attempt Supercross and, and get going with PRMX and get, get going that way. When I look at your results, like I said, you did some EMX stuff. I know you and Prado were going at it at one point at, at, um, at EMX. You rode for Desnations for uh, New Zealand and all that. But like you mentioned, yeah. there was a bit of a gap between 2019 EMX to 2022 when you show up at Paula. Uh, what, what, what was going on for those years? Were you just down under or what was happening? uh so it's uh man a lot happened uh I, <laughs> basically basically when i was 16 i signed a five-year contract with factory kdm mm -hmm. and then uh basically i didn't perform uh and uh you know like uh, so then i lost that um and then i when i was younger i went in europe i got a lot of good results worked with a lot of good people man i worked with uh Everts, townley um I had a lot of good good people around, yeah, good, good people around me, mm -hmm. but just uh, had the tools. And I was racing EMX. I finished runner-up to Prado. Um, the other EMX two world champ, Maxime Renault, was I was racing him at the time as well. And like us three battled for the one two five. And then yep. uh, yeah, I kind of just bounced around, but I, I it was never really like my dream. It was uh, or I was super young and didn't care. And I just took advantage of what I had. I didn't train hard enough, all that kind of stuff. And just thought I was the man basically. And then results weren't happening and, uh, ended up in sort of, yeah, I just wasn't performing no mm -hmm. good results and nothing to really break home about. And then I ended up going home sort of after a couple of really bad years. And then I, and then I spent a lot of time at home. I went and got a job. I, Oh man, wow. I worked, Look at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, well, I was ready to pack it in, man. And yeah. I, and I, and I was started riding for a Cowie team back home, which had a lot of good people in the in the team, which sort of started. Yeah, they supported. They 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 like they pushed not pushed me, but they they were like, man, you should you're really good. You should try go to America. You know that kind of stuff. But I spent a lot of time sweeping floors at construction sites and working jobs that I hated, thinking, man, this sucks. And then I just started riding again, and uh, just things evolved. And it was like, if I wanted to make this happen, I have to make it happen. And then basically, uh, start of this year, 22, I kind of 
was talking about it and then someone said to me, you got to stop talking about it. You know, if you're going to do it, just do it. So then I booked my flight and then just from then everything just happened. Uh, you know, I, I called who I knew, man, how, where do I stay? Where do I get bikes? This, this, this. And it all kind of came together. So it's, it's been, it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been up and down, but um, it's shaped me to who I am now. And a lot of what I learned in Europe is helping me now. That's awesome. Um, to, That's to, yeah, a little more appreciation, a little more maybe work put in by you and a little more oh, of like, yeah, yeah. you know, like what I got, right? Like, yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, it's not awesome you had to yeah. go through all that, but yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, well, now now it's like uh I don't know. Yeah, now I learn how to set up my bike a bit so then I don't have to worry about oh, man, mm-hmm. I don't know how to do this and that and then just just appreciating everything. There's so many people that help out and I never appreciated it. I had everything handed to me when I was super young and uh you don't some people it works you know but it didn't work for me and, yep. and even though i had good people around me it wasn't what i needed i i needed to i don't know have everything sort of taken from me and then be like oh i actually do want this or whatever and <laughs> yeah it's a it's a hard lesson to learn but the quicker that i accepted it and just dealt with it and moved on like now now i'm just like jumping at the opportunities mm-hmm. thank you thanking the people and appreciating it and like enjoying the ups and the downs because there's most of the time there's more downs than ups but it's just yeah it's, it's how it goes and it's a yeah it's pretty cool but i feel like i'm writing the story right now but uh i'm only just getting started really um i feel like so how does five-year deal with ktm that's awesome and you must have showed a lot of promise how do they find you uh, way down under there and, and get going like or who who shows interest in you to get you that five-year deal uh well basically when i was 15 uh-huh. uh so 2014 me and my dad went to europe for like seven weeks and did world juniors and okay. two two emx races so my dad i had townley as my trainer at mm-hmm. the time he was he was doing a lot with me and then uh my dad had quit his job for the year he was moving on with something else, but he's like, this year we're going to try and get you overseas. If it works, sweet, you're on your own. And if not, well, you're still on your own kind of thing. So, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, we went over there and Uh my first ever EMX, uh, I didn't qualify straight through, went to the LCQ, won the LCQ. And then, uh, I podiumed that weekend, like first ever sort of EMX race. And then I I was, I was based out of the factory MX2 workshop. Uh, I was riding KDMs at the time, mm-hmm. so there was that little connection with KDM, and then uh, uh, Townie was helping me a lot at the time. So there was there was just connections yep. that kind of got me there, and then yep. I got some good results pretty quick, and then they wanted to yeah, like sort of build off that. But there was yep. a lot of guys at the time, sort of coming through, like that they were that KDM was investing in, like myself, Prado, uh, Muse, a British rider. Um, there was a couple of us, uh, but some of us have not ended up, uh, doing as well. So yeah, yeah that's kind of how it happens. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. To show you that and, and awesome, you know, awesome of your dad to, you know, spend the money and get you there and get you in front of the right people and all of that. Yeah. Were, yeah. It was a big investment. Were sure. you like a lot of guys when they get there and were you kind of hopeless in the sand and you taught yourself like that happens a lot, oh, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, I did a, I did an EMX in uh, Czech Republic where they're racing the GP this weekend. Yeah. And then lock, I did lock one. It. Yeah. Yeah. Lock it. So yeah. then, I, and, and I raced, uh, Lommel and at Lommel, I got lapped. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I got smoked that year, but, um, but then, uh, but then the following year, like Stefan Everts was the team manager. 
uh, and so I had him sort of guiding me in the sand and I slowly got better. Like right. you just have to, I think it's probably what it's going to be like if I try and ride supercross, I'm going to probably suck the first day I get on it, but mm -hmm. I, I'm going to have good people that, that could help me. So there's no reason why I can't, um, yeah, figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I've heard Stefan at his time when he was managing, either the Suzuki or the KTM effort was pretty hard on people. Now you were younger, so maybe he wasn't, but I've heard he's kind of a hard ass. Like, Hey man, like this is what, what you got to do. This is how you do it. You know, I won all these races. What was it like to, to work with him? Oh yeah. Like definitely. He's, he's a hard man. Um, and he has his dad around as well. Harry Everts. He's also a world champ. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I had a lot of like, yeah, hard people around me. I had Townley as well. Yeah. Townley's, Townley's no uh, shrinking violet, huh? Yeah, I had so I had those two guys telling me what to do, and that just it didn't work for me. That's yep. not not why things didn't work out, but it wasn't what I needed. Like, sure, I, I I took a lot away from it, and I and even now I I I, I use a lot of what they taught me, but at the time, like it just wasn't the way that I can be taught. Like, right, I'm a yeah, it just didn't work. But yeah, he's a hard man. Um, but uh, Ebert, sorry. But yeah. he, he's but he's a fair person too. Yeah. Like that's the thing, you know. Um, when you do well, you, you get the kudos for it. But if you're not doing well, <laughs> yeah, you you hear about that as well. So Prado is younger than you, I'm guessing, right? He was pretty young. Yeah, you were, he's yeah. two years two years younger. Right. Yeah. When you were dueling him, um, would you go back there? You, I mean, you you definitely be, you know, you, you'd be better off. You'd know what to do if something came up. Would you want to go back to MX2? Well, you're 23, so you'd have to go MXGP, yeah. I guess. So yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, I mean, if the right opportunity came up, like right. never say never, but yeah. I, I didn't enjoy it. Like I didn't enjoy Europe. Um, I like to enjoy myself outside of racing and, yeah. and it's super, super robotic over there and super by the book and, uh, European well, mentality is everything cool. didn't work. I've, I've been there a bunch and I love visiting there in the history, but I could never live there, man. Uh, things close too early. Yeah. Things are the the languages, the cultures are too different. It's not. I'm not saying it's shitty. It's just I can't, I can't do it. You know, when I've, yeah. I've been there a bit, but yeah. So yeah, it's different strokes for different folks. Like it's just yep. it didn't. Some people go there and it works and they can adapt and whatever. Like good for them. But for me and like the sounds of you, like it didn't work. Yep. That's why I wanted to come to America. That was always my actual dream, was America. And now that I'm here, it's like this is exactly why I wanted to come here. Like the mentality is so much cooler and I'm showing up to these races. Like this is so sick. Like it's yeah. just like, it is just such a cool place to be. So when you go back home and you get a job, are you still riding and racing some Aussie MX series or, or, New, or New Zealand series? Or are you doing any Aussie MX? Like, are you still riding and racing or did you walk away from dirt bikes for a while? No, I, I was still riding okay, and racing, yep, yep. But, but, uh, I, I was still riding and racing, but then a year ago, like sort of i wanted to come over last year and i was sort of planning to do it but then i had a bit of a meltdown and like just i had to work on my head a lot mm -hmm. um and uh it didn't work out results were sucking again and i just i i, I it's hard to know what to explain but yep i wanted to come last year didn't work out i stopped riding went and got like started an apprenticeship basically because mm -hmm. i was like oh you know like i don't want to race and this and that so then but then uh uh friend of mine who helped me out here was was like man like you got to keep riding and he always he stuck by me i guess through that time where i was like ah oh, you know screw racing and this yeah, and yeah. that and uh it just i i found my love for it again it became fun again and and i it became mine again and like 
uh, yeah, I kind of have this endless uh, desire in me to see what I can achieve in this because when I really just sort of am in the right state of mind, I, I crazy things happen. Right. So, yeah, it's it's kind of it's uh, yeah, that's kind of how it's all happened. It's been it's been gnarly, but it's been uh, pretty cool. Shout out to that guy that yeah got you bikes and got you going and kept believing in you, man. That's awesome, you know. Yeah, no, shout out to him, Shane Behoven. He's the man. Um, um, also, I want to thank the folks at uh, Firepower Parts, Featherweight Lithium Batteries, uh, Chains Made in Japan, and uh, FirepowerParts.com. They got oil now as well, made by the uh, leading OEM manufacturer. They got oil, they got hard parts, they got batteries, they got chains. A lot of privateers using Firepower Parts, like Chiz and the Gopher Dunes team up there in Canada, also depending on Firepower for, for things. And uh, uh, Kay Clayson's using Firepower, SGB guys. So, yeah, FirepowerParts.com. And, of course, Firepower Honda. With Anstey, he just went 5-5 at Southwick. Of course, that's probably not a big surprise, Josiah, Anstey at, at Southwick, right? Dude, he's a man. He just, I don't know what's been happening. Yeah, he, he he won he he won Nations, like, in 2017 and, like, won GPs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, sh- he should be up there. Like, it doesn't, it's not a surprise at all. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, he's such a sand rider. And then, yeah, Matterly went amazingly, right? So, all of that. Um Josh Coppins, I love the guy. Got a lot of time for him. He was the M- he was the MXDN Kiwi team manager yep. for many years. What's it, uh, how do you know him and how well do you know him? Has he has he helped you out at all? Uh, Josh, I rode Yamahas when I was about 13, 14, and he helped mm-hmm. me a bit then. But uh, no, I don't have anything to do with him. We see each other at the races yep. and give each other a, a little head nod or whatever. But um, Josh is a Yamaha guy, and uh, yeah, so, yeah. No, I don't, I don't. He's still around. He's got a team, like a suit. He runs a really professional program. And, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely, right? Blue yeah, crew. he's still around. Uh, yeah, blue crew, big blue crew guy. How did, uh, how did the MXDNs go for you? I, I see your results here uh, in front of me, but um, how, how were they uh, over those years? Uh, there were, uh, the first year when I was like 17, I did it in uh, Madura in Italy. Yeah. I actually got like six, six in the qualifying race, but then the, the, the com- combined motor was combined motos were like super gnarly i just i couldn't really hack it um <laughs> yeah like honestly it was, it's so brutal when like yeah. your first go at it and you're uh, on mx2 bike and you're on the mx2 yeah, bike. I'm on 252 <laughs> and like that ruse that ruse was like unreal Th- those rocks man it's crazy and then Dude, yeah yeah so that was a cool experience did that one and then uh i'm at basin the year after new zealand didn't qualify oh you um, didn't make it yeah that was a no. much, much, a shit show yeah yeah, it wasn't really good enough to be honest. Like we should have, but um, I, I I finished third in the B final on mm-hmm. two fifty when it was super muddy. So um, personally, I feel like I did okay, but uh, yeah, we had a lot. We, there's more than one rider, so did uh, um, the Cody Cooper let the team down? Let me let me know right now. I'll, I'll, I'll DM him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can see he was on the team. Yeah, uh, Cody Cooper uh, is he still racing down there? Is he, he's a Honda's now, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, now he's Cowies now. Oh, Cowies, he's, uh, okay. Yep. He was actually, I was texting, I texted him a lot, and I was texting with him before, like, all the races, like mm-hmm. Colorado. And yep. I was like, man, what do I got to look out for this weekend? What do I do to acclimatize with the, this <laughs> and that? So he was actually he was actually quite good uh, value, you know? He, yep. he was... Um, um, yeah, he was he was he was cool. I have a lot to do, not a lot to do with him, but yeah. And then actually, the suspension guy that I'm working with now was the guy he worked with when he was riding for Suzuki City in like 2008 or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So wow. it's kind of crazy how that's come back around. But he, yeah, he's on Cowies. He had some good moments in America for sure. Couldn't ride Supercross for sure, but he had some yeah. good moments. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, my favorite. He's co- a, he's, 
My favorite, Sorry, my favorite Cody Cooper story was when he wrote for JGR, the guy said that he was hitting the, the message button on a hotel phone and thought yeah. it meant massage. And he was trying uh, to get a massage, and he was hitting the message button. It's <laughs> great. Oh uh, yeah, that, that sounds like Cody. Yeah, that yeah. Like Cody no, totally show. right. That suits him, right? And uh, a man, sh- a man shows up, and he's like, "Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? What is going on? <laughs> um, what was your favorite track in America that you? Uh, uh, high, high, high point? point. Yeah, yeah. Little high Euro- point was little Europeanish, so right? Sick. Yeah. Uh, not really. Oh, okay. uh, I would. Yeah, personally, I wouldn't say say that. Just we have a lot of tacky tracks back home, like Sticky Dirt, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt it was like that. Cool jumps, hills, like I, I I enjoy tacky tracks and nice ruts, and that's what High Point had. I I don't I don't really feel like any of the tracks here or the ones I rode are like Europe at all. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's just what I think. But I liked High Point because of. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, well, I just... see, I don't know. For me, like when you talk to Roxon or Rattray or Marv or any of these dudes that come over, they're like, Caroli, you know, Antonio told me this too. Yeah. He's just like, ah, high point, you know, like off cambers and hillies and line selection and European tracks. But yeah, maybe, wait, whatever. Yeah. You know, if you don't oh, think everyone's got, yeah. Everyone's got, oh, everyone's got their own opinion. But I think more like the yeah. way that the track, I, 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 my reference is the way the track forms up. Like, okay. The ruts, the ruts, the bumps, it's so much different. Like, right. If you had the exact same track in Europe, the ruts would be all broken and you'd have square-edged bumps and rocks coming out of the ground. And, like, just just the way the tracks, the dirt and the way it forms is so different rather than the layouts are probably could be similar, but it's the, the way the track. That, that's what I reference to most of the time. Yeah, uh, uh, nice nice to hear. Uh, thanks to FXR Racing, by the way. You're wearing O'Neill, right, up there? They, they wear O'Neill? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they wear O'Neill. Um, FXR Racing, Canadian company, and uh, a lot of riders run an FXR Racing. Please check it out. Pulp 30 is the code to save with FXR Racing. Club MX guys and uh, Brock Tickle and Kyle Chisholm, who's racing this weekend at uh, Millville uh, using FXR Racing. So please check that out. Pulp 30 is the code to save. Also, thanks to the folks at Race Tech Suspension. They, uh, they've helped a lot of privateers over the years. And uh, they can dial you in. Pulp code will save you money with Race Tech. Just tell them you listen to Pulp, and uh, they'll help you out as well. Get your bike working a little better. Thank you to FXR Racing and Race Tech Suspension. This is Privateer Island Life Podcast 184. Last week we uh, last week we called up Chris Blackmer, the kid in uh, MX One uh, up there, and uh, Michigan kid who, who got the ride with the, the the Gas Gas team up there. And now this week it's Josiah Notsky. Um, Josiah, I'll let a couple more questions before I let you go. Um, Aussie motocross, uh, could you could you do that? Was there a chance to do that? I don't know if the money's that good. I think I feel like the Aussie stuff is a little bit uh, down from where it used to be. From talking to my friends down there, but is that was that an option for you at any point to to get a ride with somebody there? Uh, there was no option for a ride. Uh, I think they have a pretty good series, but mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to go straight to the top, like like America. I yep. wanted to go there and then be as close to that as I can be. Like you know, you yep. no one from around here really cares about what happens down there. No, nope. um, oh, I agree. To an, to an extent, yep. like, you know, there's a lot of good Aussies. Oh, like Hunter and Jet, obviously. But, but uh, yeah, no one really cares. So even if I did good there, like, it doesn't matter. But if things happen up even in Canada, like Julian's team, he goes to Supercross. That's, yeah. What, you know, like, it's, it's a way better place to be. So that's why I was like, I'll come to America, and then if it doesn't work out, I could probably go to Canada. But if I go to Australia, like, I'm setting my sights too low, I thought. This could be a really stupid question, but did you run into Jet or Hunter in EMX or over there at all? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hunter, me and Hunter grew up racing. Like Hunter used to come to New Zealand. I go to uh, Australia. Like we raced. We could, we're the same age. So okay. Um, yeah, Hunter came over and did the EMX one. Uh, no, the World Juniors, and then that's when they kind of came to Europe. He like he killed it that right. year, and then since then just been yeah doing what they did. So yeah, we raced a lot, but yeah, Jet was always a bit quite a bit younger. Right, right. Uh, so you've gone one one the last two Canadian nationals. Have you run into Galdi or Newf at all? Stay away from them too. I don't know if uh, stay away from those guys. Oh, they said the same about you though. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, uh, they are not. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't talk to either one of those dudes. So yeah. Now they're cool. They always come up and I have a yarn and then like uh, I heard you guys talking about or heard heard him heard him on your show like last week. So um, yeah. And then yeah, they, he always comes for a yarn. He want, he always wants some good information like for his uh, to speak about on the yeah. live streams. Right, right. Yeah. Don't give him any booze. Just stay away from us. Yeah. Yeah, so I always try and tell him like the wrong thing that I want him to know. <laughs> yes, please do, please do. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So yeah, but uh, now they're cool dudes. Have you uh, with your two wins the last couple of weeks? Like, do you feel a little bit more uh, like you're getting some press for this? Again, it's a Canadian series, and and you know not all the Americans are paying attention, but it is closer than the Australian stuff. And do you feel like a little bit of a buzz growing for you? And and you know guys like me texting you and like do you feel like you're making a mark here? Is, is it the last two weeks? Yep, I feel like I am. Um, I'm really just doing everything that I can to, to try and get where I want to be and, and whatever happens along the way will happen. And to be honest, like a lot of things are happening at the moment for me that I have spoken about like a year ago. And yep. uh, honestly, when you texted me last night, I had to have like a bit of a fuck yeah moment where I was just like, Dude, this, is, this is actually, I, I've heard about your stuff for a long time, man. And to actually be here has been a dream of mine for so long and like this would never happen if i was racing in australia like no 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 way so it's uh what now what's happening right now is is it's pretty cool but uh i know that like this isn't where i want to end up i don't want to stay and win in canada and like okay cool i'm the man like right this is it's just part of what i'm doing and i want to i want to get better as well i don't want to i don't want to I want to keep pushing myself. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying this buzz and then what's going on. But, but at the same time, like it really doesn't matter. I don't want it to just be like a little buzz that, mm-hmm. and then it fades away. So I'm going to keep trying to you, keep progressing. You mentioned your girlfriend. Is she still with you? No, no. Okay. She, someone, someone has to make money. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So how is it? Do you, do you miss home? Do you miss your dad? Do you miss your girlfriend? Like that's a big step, man. It's, you know, it's a long way away. Yeah, I miss, I miss it, but um, I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. I sure. miss my family, miss my girlfriend. I miss. I live at the beach, like at home, like at the beach. Oh, really? Is, oh, nice. It is nice. It, it's called Mount Monganui. Like, if anyone who goes there would never want to leave. I've never like it is. <laughs> for, it's that good, real, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a, an epic place, and I miss it because I love it, and mm-hmm. I just love the people, and and yeah, my family's there. But at the same time, like I'm at a point where I'm like, I want to to dig my feet into the sand and i can miss home for a bit but there's only this period of time the next five till i'm 30 whatever years where i could really achieve something if i really commit to it so i i want to go home at some point but i'm going to stay here as long as i can yeah absolutely right and and, and ride this yeah. wave and like you said never give up you know that's really what it sounds like you know talking to you like a five-year deal at ktm and and didn't work out and back home and get a job and just never give up, man. Like, I've, I, you know, Bogle, Bogle has hit rock bottom. 
a half a dozen times and just never gives up and then he's winning a heat race or putting in a top 10 and i think you're another yeah. story like that right you're just yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I it is it's i i got pretty close to be honest and i would i probably did give up at one point but um good people around me helped i think mm -hmm. um, i was pretty lucky that i had the people around me that i did otherwise i would have been still at home so yeah yeah Awesome, man. Well, hey, thank you for the time on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. Really, really cool story here, winning the last two rounds and, uh, and you know, yeah, looking looking really good for the PRMX team. That's super cool. Everything worked out. You were impressive. Hey, Pulpamex Fantasy people were loving you, beginning of the Nationals. That, that's, yeah, that's the coolest thing. I, I've always heard about it, but I learned how it all works. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It was yeah, it's pretty cool that so many people were like, "Oh man, you got me so many points." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh sweet, sack." Well, you're, um, you're just, think, just yeah, you're just lucky you didn't DNF because you're just lucky you didn't DNF because they would just send you hate messages. But yeah. Yeah, I know it's all good. It's all good when it's good, but when it's not, you get like yeah. uh, <laughs> goes the other way. I, I was impressed because I picked you a couple times, so I paid attention to you. And you know, twenty fifteen minutes in, you'd be like. 25th, 26th, and then and then just slowly getting dudes at the end of the races, uh, like like good riders getting them, passing them, and dropping them on your privateer bike. Uh, uh, it was impressive late in the races. I thought your fitness seems to be pretty good. Yeah, oh, I was all right. No, thanks. I appreciate that. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, I honestly, like I said, I just tried to go as, as fast as I could, as long as I could. So, <laughs> right, right, um, yeah. And I, yeah, I can't come a long way to sort of just stay where i was at so yeah now we just sort of yeah. tried to do our best and it, and it worked out and for for people who are listening for americans who listen to this show who really do go for dunes is is lomo don't give me the southwick stuff go for dunes is is just like lomo do you agree yeah go yeah. for dunes is gnarly there's there's like there's probably like five sand tracks in the world that i've ridden that are like crazy proper sand, sand tracks. tracks right yeah yeah and gopher is one of them for sure yeah uh well thanks man thanks for the time i really appreciate you uh finding this for us and uh congrats on the success and, and yeah sounds like we'll see you in soupy uh next year so really really cool story josiah thanks for the time man yeah epic no i appreciate it um yeah thanks for the thanks for the call cool all right see you man cool man cool man catch up bye